Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tokenet Podcast. I am Yas. I'll be your host for today. I am joined by Michael. Hello. Kitty. Hello. And Kuni. Hello. You always hurt my ears every time you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, I need to work on that. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Uh, I'll warn you in advance, uh, uh, listeners at home, I don't like this show, but I'll try to be nice. Spoilers, dude. What? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta geez, keep them in suspense. What is wrong with you? No, no I think we have like one them. member of each, you know, spectrum area of the like and not like. I'm quite That's in true. the middle for many reasons. I'm in the middle, too. I really, really enjoyed it. Well, right. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll dig into unique circumstances later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, this is our series review of Comrade Ghost. Uh, if you listen to our previous podcast, we did uh, the first four episodes of this season, which was really hard to talk about because it was only four episodes. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Let's never do that again. Yeah, we need to let more time pass. But um, <clears throat> just for a quick recap, in case people don't remember what happened in the beginning. <laughs> Even though it's literally repeated in every episode of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we follow a dude named Takeru who has just turned 18 years old. And he is attacked by the Ganma. And he is killed. Which is shocking. Even though it's not shocking because I was literally in every promo for the show yeah. beforehand. <laughs> the so show's then, also called Ghost. So there's probably going to be a ghost in it. Probably. More than likely. The real surprise is how many times he dies. <laughs> Good this is God. True. God. So yeah, he is uh, confronted by a hermit, or an old dude. He just calls him Ochan, I think. And who gives him, you know, another chance at life. Gives him the weird, ugly-looking belt. And says, you have to collect these five, uh, 15 icons within 99 days. And you will be able to turn, come back to life. And that's pretty much what he sets out to do for the first about 12, 13 episodes. Like a core. Yeah, the first core. First core, pretty much, yeah. Uh, so, what did you guys think of that first core where he was basically learning about his powers, trying to collect these icons from this mysterious group of, peop- uh, of people and monsters that he had no idea what was going on? Um, as first cores go, it didn't bug me too much. Um, I think stuff was introduced effectively. It was a little more toyetic than I usually like. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's kind of the nature of the thing. You've got to collect 15 nice toys. Sidebar, there are 300 other of them, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about that till later, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it, I don't know. It, 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 I think the cast was probably the strongest part of the show for me right. at the beginning, and that's pretty much what kept me going through to the end. Uh, mm-hmm. The first core was sort of perfunctory, I found. The second was really my favorite of the show as it yeah. turned out. Right. Um, but we'll get there in a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I, I found it interesting. I liked the arrangement of characters. It's interesting looking back how sort of significantly the villain faction changes per sort of quarter of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the first bit where, you know, Alan is more 
kind of in the background in his weird scarf and there's a whole other villain in the mysterious man um the guy who got the short contract i guess uh, <laughs> good stuff yeah uh you know i, I like that sort of initial placement of uh, of the show especially with the sort of you know magic detective element that kind of part is always sort of appeals to me when you can figure out a way to make the show procedural so that you open the door to monsters. You're not always sort of having to make the characters run into them or contrive reasons for these things to happen. Um, but kind of putting them on a drive to seek out supernatural things or other various ghostly things because you're looking for these icons. Like the setup of the show is, I think, really well done and introduces the the toys and characters in that order uh, really successfully. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Giddy? I I also really liked the way that it started out. And I feel like um, I was not surprised exactly that he died. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like that's usually a thing that we like build up to with common Rider shows, more or less. I don't know. <laughs> uh, at least that's been my like two whole common Rider shows before. <laughs> experience mm. is they like they they usually work up to people dying they usually start with someone getting like maimed or badly hurt but like it doesn't mm. usually jump straight into and people are dead um right. so i was it like it kind of threw me for a loop a little bit but um i i don't know i just felt like it kind of gripped me early on and i loved I loved the cast uh, for reasons I will get into later. Um, I loved just about every depiction that I saw. Like the the way that the char- that the actors portrayed their characters was just so so good for me. I, I was I loved it very very much. Um, yeah, I like the costume. I like the the common rider ghost costume. I liked his belt. I didn't, you know, I didn't like it at first. I felt like it was a little plain, but it grew on me. I liked the, like, core icon. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There there wasn't, th- like, there are things that I'll get into later that I think are, like, certain kind of obvious flaws that the show had. Um, but I, like, I have very few overall complaints about the show. All right. So uh, in my case, I always pay attention to design and to the scenario that they said before seeing any of the story uh, elements. Mm -hmm. And I really liked what I saw, including designs, including the theme that got lost quite quickly. Uh, Also, (laughs) uh, well, (laughs) uh, he did die a lot. That was the other one. He's going there. It's going to be time to talk about that. This is a very, uh, the most significant show I've ever seen in a while. But let's just just talk about that in a second. The design, the Ganma designs were done by uh, Kazuhiko Shimamoto. He is a manga artist who uh, Mm -hmm. may be known in the uh, Tokusatsu community as one of the people that did the Skullman manga, together with Shotaro Shinomori. If you Google his style, it's very, I don't like to use this word often, but it's very retro in okay. the sense of how how he draws things, and it's very uh, refle- very uh, mm. obvious in the design of the gamma, 
the gamma name itself is really is something that I really like because it's, it's a name in Japanese. That's something that we haven't seen in any uh, Heisei series, if I recall correctly. And I was really excited about that, about the icons, about how gathering the heroes, how he's going to talk about them, that little, uh, you know, little information thing that we it gave you uh, when yeah. you talk about each of the of the heroes. I think it was really interesting that first part, that first core. And I think it was the most even of them all in in the sense of tone, uh, you know, entertainment value, storytelling, etc. As I agree, it was a very solid, solid cast. I think that's one of the strongest points of the series, except for one thing that I don't think is a character. I think will you agree with me? Let's talk about her later. So, um, in general, I got a good impression, but at the same time, I very quickly realized that this would be just another Heisei rider. Uh-huh. Be it, and I mean, that can be a good thing or a bad thing, but I just realized that quite quickly. And I was a bit mm. disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I think I may be different from you guys. I actually didn't really like the first core very much. Really? Uh, yeah. I At first, I liked it because I, it kind of had that new car smell, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting because, you know, we never really had a writer that straight up died in the, the first episode. So mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting to see how that affects his equation with his friends. Um, the only problem that I, I just, the only problem I, did, I had really was how he was collecting and connecting with the icons themselves. Like, because there was a, he would find the person that was sort of either inspired by the certain icon hero or resembled them in a way. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it really didn't work for me. It felt like it was kind of a stretch and it just felt like an unnecessary medium for him to get to, to get what he wanted. And it, it just, I don't know, for some reason it felt kind of sloppy for me. And maybe that was because of also how fast we were going through it, because we were going like, we, pr- we pretty much went through all, almost all of them in that 12 episodes, and it was just, it felt too much for me, I think. Yeah, I did get that feeling a little early on, but I think that's just because I'm so used to a lot of the, uh, a lot of the stuff being more drawn out. Right. You know, it's not usually only 15 of something, it's, it's usually like more you know what i mean so like it's 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 much more spread out there's just more going on there's more happening it's it's a much longer arc but i and i i was also very worried at first uh when i was watching it uh like probably somewhere in the middle of day one watching it i was just like i think maybe they like I, i i was trying to think of a better way to say this and I can't. Uh, I was worried they blew their load early. Like, <laughs> I was worried, like, that was it. That was everything. And now they were going to have to scramble to yeah. try to fix it and make it better. Right. And, yeah, well, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But for me, at least, like, that worry was very quickly uh, put at ease. And uh. and they just took it in an entirely different re- direction and kind of reworked it in a way that i totally didn't see coming and 
yeah that worked for me i think for me when we're when i was like when it was airing when i was watching it it was just being inundated with all of these new icons and this new forms like every episode of the new form and it was kind of because we've we've had that kind of stuff for the past few years but it felt like it was oddly enough it was going in overdrive with this show mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and did you feel like it was maybe in top gear Get no <laughs> but um actually it was uh, until episode like after episode 13 or whatever when they changed the dynamic of how he uh connects with the icons that's when i started to like it mm-hmm. and that's also when i started to dislike the first core more because i always felt that it was kind of just sloppily done i like that they were using the 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 detective side of it but it just felt like they were stretching a few times and mm. that kind of took me out of the whole the tense the tense uh emotion that they were trying to go for like he only has this many days to do it or whatever or he he only he needs all these so he can be come back to life it kind of just fell flat for me because there was not really any change to him like he wasn't really growing he was helping other people grow so you kind of like oh that you know he helped this person this episode this person next episode but it didn't really reflect too much on him so that good I was just going to say, I feel like that was kind of half of the point the first go around. Like, of course, like he, to me at least, felt very like excited in like the, okay, I'm not exactly dead. I've basically got superpowers and I can run around and help people and do good stuff and be like the hero that everybody kinds of kind of dreams of being. And then later on, as the deadline actually starts encroaching and you know getting closer and closer uh we'd see him like shift and he starts to get more desperate and everyone else starts to get more desperate because it was all fun and games and we can do it until the deadline starts getting close and they are not ready Mm -hmm. you know the problem is i don't think that was intentional i do i mean i think that wasn't i mean i think that reflected the actual problem that the the team was having when when developing the story because mm-hmm. those first i mean i did i i mean i i understand what you mean in the sense of not i mean that we have all the time in the world to just play with this but i mm-hmm. think that's something that the, the the people that were writing the show were were thinking let's just play let's just introduce things like and they did it badly many times the the robin hood story had it not been for that great fight sequence and the finisher uh-huh. That w- would have been a just a bad episode, a really bad episode. It's a wash. It's yeah. terribly yeah. written, written. Yeah, and it was just points like that all spread all over the series, it, it, not only in episodes but in in right in you know in characters, in motivations, in 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 uh, you know background work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not sure. I mean, because I felt the same thing, but I, it did not feel natural. It just felt, oh, they, 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 they're uh, getting all uppity because they don't have many days left. Because I didn't feel any worry, even when the days were, were getting, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I I felt it, you know, I, for me at least. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this uh, the sort of difference between me and everybody else, uh, for those listening at home, 
I binged it in three days. So, well, technically four. I left the, I saved the, I waited to watch the last two episodes until day four. But I like almost completely binged it in three days. So my experience is very different from everybody else's. Um, Mm. But to me, like... It, like, if you can imagine yourself actually in that position of, oh, shit, you've died, or oh, shit, your best <laughs> friend just died, but then you find out that there's something that you can do. That elation of, it, this isn't it, it's not over, mm-hmm. that would be huge and carry over in such a certain way. And I can't even, I can't even imagine that, like, talking about, like, guys, it's possible that we could run out of time and allowing that like negative possibility into the conversation would be so immensely taboo until like days beforehand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like to me, it's very easy to see, you know, especially for a group of kids. I mean, like realistically, this is a group yeah, of Yeah, they're a group kids. of kids, yeah. They're yeah, like children. the Takaru died on his 18th birthday like that whole like that's why to me it feels very believable that that they would get very carried away in this like we have cool superpowers we're finding out what all of this stuff means we're trying to come to this understanding who are these people what's going on like so all of that getting so like just getting wrapped up in all of that and kind of uh, like losing the gravity of the situation until later. I think that's actually pretty typical of common writer shows and uh, at least of the later series common writer shows that I've seen where the gravity tends to come later in the series. Right. And uh, I think it would be perfectly realistic for this kind of situation. I I think that, I mean, that aspect wasn't really the problem for me. As for, I mean, kind of was, but I mean, I think, yeah, my issue is just more the, the icon themselves and how he, like, how he would help these people and solve their problems by hugging them. And then... <laughs> what do you have like, against hugs? Hey, I got no problem with hugs. I'm just saying... I don't know, man. My issue with Ghost is I've seen so many of these ideas before and done better. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. solving yeah, problems with hugs. I, I watched Wizard. I suffered through Wizard week to week. And like, <laughs> I've seen people try to claim that Ghost is worse than Wizard. No, that's a lie. Wizard was far, far inferior to this show. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to admit that. I don't like this one. I like Wizard less. Um, I will say uh, they they share one characteristic and that I really wanted both of the leads to die, but uh, <laughs> I won't uh, lie. I did too. I wanted Takeru yeah. to die. Yeah. But not um, because I disliked him. I understand. <laughs> uh, I was veering towards the point, but I've lost it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess Sorry. that's the thing. Cause I mean, I think the weakest part of the cast is Takeru himself. The actor and the, the, yeah. the character. I just don't is... think he's given enough to do. But, yeah, but that's, I that's agree. precisely the thing. The, the, he, he, he has such a, a marvelous team of supporters 
a great rival in 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 so Alan because Makoto, I don't understand Makoto at all as mm. a character. I don't. Oh. The writers didn't either. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know what to do with them. I, I guess so. I guess so. Because I mean, I'm going to say it. My favorite character is Onari. Because oh, yeah. he deals himself to me yes. down. like super quick. But I think the mm-hmm. best character out of the series is Alan. Yes, he yeah. was my favorite. Of mm-hmm. course, I think I'm, I'm, aside yeah. from Onari. Getting a bit too Alan... ahead, but I mean, just to you know, give perspective about what I think of the cast. But mm-hmm. that, I mean, yeah, I think my uh, Michael has hit it. It's about not giving Takeru enough to do or enough to, mm-hmm. no, no room to grow no conflict to solve. There was a problem mm-hmm. to solve, but not a conflict as a character to solve for us to, you know, get engaged into as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps forgetting about the whole Gamma world thing over the course of the show. Like, there's a parallel universe that is encroaching upon ours and trying to destroy it and drain everybody for the dead. And the main cast just keeps, like, forgetting about it for five episodes at a time. And they're like, oh, right, there's a whole world with a red sky that wants to kill us all. We should maybe do something? But no, that's because it's oh, just so there's a Beethoven thing? Let's do that, okay. It's like, so it, interesting it's, what's it's, happening in the Gamma world. Who, did, did you care at all what was happening there? Yes. Not after the dad was dead. That's, Actually, that's exactly. That's the character. thing. That's the thing. Because I mean, the, yeah, and the dad, you know, became such a great character after dying. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, all, that's the problem. Like, the line in Winter is a really great play. I don't need to see the play after that. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the next five minutes of that play, I don't really give a shit about. <laughs> the curtain, like, we're good. Um, so yeah, it suffers. And Adele is is not a, a great villain. He's uh, good at I, sitting in a chair and like wearing different colors of the same outfit, but like, yeah, I would say emotionality is like the strongest. Point. Every time I heard someone say his name, I just kept hearing uh, Adele's song "Hello" <laughs> playing, and it was a serious problem. No, it was really sad because it happened to me as well. Right, <laughs> and uh, it is funny because he could have had it all if he just rolled in the deep. <laughs> You knew it was coming. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I will say that the, the, if you want to talk about characters that also were not given enough to do, uh, Alia and oh, Kanon. Kanon. Like, Both, yeah. Uh, Alia, uh, Alia at least got to be a writer. Canon was for like a, two a seconds. For like two seconds, and then she was totally defeated. And all Canon got to do was sit around and faint anytime something happened. And, and kick some gamma ass out of nowhere. I didn't understand yeah. that sudden surge uh, of power yeah. that she had in that little frame, and that was it. Right. Well, no, and like, so here's the thing, right? I we got to see that actress's like uh, capacity for acting when uh, Kanon was taken over by the Billy the Kid icon. Like, she's got some acting chops. She's good. That actress, I don't know her name, really? but she's good. <laughs> And I felt like it was such a waste. Yeah. She was a plot device who needed a cell phone. A plot device who needed a plot device. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. was terrible. That was terrible. Very unfair to the to the to the yeah. actors, actually. And, yeah, regarding Aria, could've... I think that's also I mean, that's a character that showed actual potential. Not so not yeah. only the actress, but the character. Showed a lot of potential to be like like Adele's uh, salvation, 
And yeah. yet, you know, Completely they didn't squandered. do anything with her. Yeah. Or the fact that she was identical to her mother, things like that. I mean, they, they could have done so much with the, okay, what, the Gamma family. Was she played by the same actress, the mother and the sister, or was it different? Yeah, they were the same actress. Yeah, they were the same actress with, with a, okay. like a different wig. Mm. <laughs> it okay. looks like the same wig. And yeah, the other thing... <laughs> <laughs> I turned around a bit. No, but uh, oh, talking man. about characters that... Uh, well, at least I don't know where he was, what he did, why he did what he did, was uh, Sayonji. The, the man who we on the huh? chat uh, called, in the endearing term, messed up teeth guy. Uh, what? The yeah. mysterious man. The mysterious man, yeah. From the, yeah, from the first the, From the first call. Who, who, what, what, what? They do explain his deal, it just comes way later. Well, he was working with yeah with Tenkuji, but what else? Did the bad guy with the belt in his briefcase in the first like twelve episodes? And the, the weird hat and the, the glasses. The bad guy? No. <laughs> okay, in the in the beginning of it the show, it was like a whole week ago that I watched it. Okay, I don't sorry. remember. Yeah, he's extremely forgettable. You're yeah, right. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh huh. In the beginning of the show, the first bad guys that we saw were Alan. And a dude in a black coat and a black hat. Oh yeah, that was Sayonji. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Kitty's proving right. my point. <laughs> that scientist guy. I forgot about that whole aspect of the show. Uh, that should not happen. <laughs> I, well, okay. No, 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 no. But I, I insist that's not your fault. That that's precisely what in, in, infuriates it's me the about show's the show. Fault. It's badly written. That's why you forget about characters and whole parts of the show because they just or either don't fit. Or just, you know, fade Forget away. Forget about it. Yeah. I would also Ooh. argue that it's because I was extremely sick at the time. <laughs> but you, need, you need to start watching these know. shows in a better state of mind. You're not helping your defense of this what show. It is. Every time every time I decide I'm gonna binge watch a show, my body's like, Okay, just wait. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> so I guess being near death helps your appreciation of ghost. You've learned that. I don't know. I feel like the the show that benefited the most from me being sick was Tokyuger, which phenomenal show. But like, I think we discussed how I was like openly like heaving and sobbing from that show. Ugly <laughs> crying, ugly crying. That, I mean, you defined it perfectly. She was only crying. I was only crying. Like the show ended, and I was just racked with like body shaking sobs. And I think it was mostly because I was sick, but I it's was true. so I mean, deeply affected. It is, only, it is only when your body is at its weakest point where you can tap into your imagination. Exactly. <laughs> no, but that show is lovely. There is no yeah. denying. Yeah. This show, but, less so. This show, less this so. This show, less so, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but I will say... Points, as I said, it's very, very uneven because of that. You have characters like Alan, you have characters like Canon. It's, it's oh, just, I love Alan so much. Yeah, but I, yeah, let's just go further into the into the, the story to talk about more about right. the, the, the gamma. So basically, go ahead. I'm just gonna pull up a picture of Alan and stare for. <laughs> <laughs> so dreamy. Nope. I have a Bishonen problem. I'm not afraid to. <laughs> so yeah, um, at at the end of the first core, we basically we get a restart on the whole formula. Um, he's brought. He's on the brink of disappearing and he gets revived by his father's uh, soul and comes in the form of a new icon. I think it was the, what was it? 
The Tolkien Boost. Boost. Boost, yeah. And basically, he's got... The clock is reset. He got. He has to connect with the five icons again. Apparently, uh, this at the time, coast of his father's ghost, right? <laughs> say again? Apparently, at the coast of his father's ghost's existence, right? Yeah, that, that was always the weird thing. It was like, okay, so is your, like, your father's completely gone? Is he fused with you? I, it was... Yeah, then again, another weak point. They they yeah. just left so much un- unexplained. Right. Well, he refers to the boost icon as dad. So my impression was that yeah. his mm-hmm. dad was in is... some way a heroic icon. So, right. so yeah. he was like, okay, that, that the way I interpreted it was fine. Because I had to do that mm. in order for... Because that episode in particular, the first time he uses it, was a really emotional one. I, I was surprised at, at how yeah. effective it was. I right. did, mm-hmm. you know, shed a tear or two. Right. And it was just one episode, but I insist that demonstrates just how sloppy this show... Well, not sloppy, how... That's a word, uneven, because that uneven. was a it good episode. Yeah. Really good episode. That's the thing, the show is really good at getting tears out of me. I would just get really mad at myself <laughs> afterwards, because like, <laughs> I hadn't fucking earned it through plot. It's just, it ugh, flummoxes me. Yeah. The cast, it's, it's like, again, the cast is really good at like delivering the stuff they're given. It's just that the stuff mm-hmm. they're given... I didn't find necessarily up to par. And going back to the like binging versus week to week thing, I thought the first clever story thing they did was the end of the first core where they, they zeroed out the clock again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's 13 episodes in when he's on his like 17th new form. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is an issue. <laughs> yeah. <you> know? <laughs> but what, what, um, did, what did you think about the multiple, multiple, multiple forms that we had so far already? I, that's the thing. I, I like the design of the forms. Um, I thought their introduction was relatively clumsy. It's it's. I feel like I get into this sort of conversation when it comes to writer stuff. I'll complain about a show having too many forms, uh, and someone will come back to me with like, "Well, Kuga had fifteen forms." And my response yeah, is like, yeah. "I love yeah, and I love Kuga, but Kuga really effectively introduced fifteen forms over the course of forty nine episodes, mm-hmm, right. um, and mm-hmm. developed them as like a building, growing part of this guy's power set as he and the belt evolved and like became this new life form. Right. You know, right? Um, I think uh, even Gaim is more clever about about sort of introducing the evolution and development of the different steps of Kota and Gaim and their sort of fusion into a different." form of life too it's it's a pretty common thing with heisei rider at this point that you know by the end of your show if you're the lead of a rider show you're not exactly human anymore mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. you're certainly slightly removed um uh so fuck where was i <laughs> about the multiple forms i was giving examples god damn it oh right sorry please cut this part out um <laughs> No. Sorry, sorry. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> but oh yeah, so I got derailed on the Gaim example, but I thought it was still a good teachable thing. Anyway, fifteen forms across forty-nine episodes is way more effective than forty-nine forms across fifteen. You know, <laughs> getting back to the point, um, just Ghost wasn't as good at it, and ex- uh, uh, at this point, writer shows sort of expect you to accept them having four hundred toys, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I'm I'm not going to like 13 riders is fine with me but one guy with 300 different things is just ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was always sort of a disconnect for me. Um but in terms of the actual sort of getting to the story stuff there just never was anything there. It's also fluffy and surfacey. Here's a threat. Why? What do they care about? 
He wants everything to be like him. Okay, sure. Why? Because mm-hmm. he does. Oh, okay. Is he going to do anything other than sit in a chair? No. All right. <laughs> Is he going to talk to his magic carpets again? Okay. <laughs> magic carpets. <laughs> magic carpets. Uh, magic carpets. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish that the show started at episode thirteen. In a way, yeah. like I yeah. feel like the first four episodes were pointless because he goes through almost all of the icons again, but with a more meaningful message. Like and speaks he, to them. Yeah, he speaks. He actually yeah. goes into the icons, speaks to the actual hero, mm-hmm. and learns a lesson that he uses outside, which I thought was great, and I thought that was a way to you know grow the character. But in the first twelve episodes, it's just it, it like Michael said, it was a disconnect because you didn't have a chance to know much about the about the icon other than what was you know thrown onto the screen as info dump for like a few seconds. Yeah. And then after that, he gets the power, and it's like that's it. Whereas here, I thought it was a much more uh, is a deeper meaning to it. And I felt like if they had done that, but spread it across 30, 40 episodes, that would have been better. How deep of mm-hmm. a specter are you looking for there? God damn it. Hey. <laughs> that was Even good, a medium actually. That's what I like. <laughs> but episode 13 is when they start with the icon possession and all the Demia drivel, right? Mm. Demia sort of comes later. You get a, I, what, isn't there more sort of Ganma world stuff first? Yeah. There's quite a bit. No, yeah, but I mean, the the icons start possessing people, but what is happening in the Ganon world? Again, you don't remember. Anyway, let's not insist on that. But well, no, what was I, happening? That, that's, the th- that's the thing, is, is going back to my Gaim example, I can actually recover it vaguely. The thing that <laughs> makes Gaim clever, and the thing that I always liked about Gaim, was how it sort of weaponized information. Who knew what and when. It made information right, yeah, 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 and definitely. who held mm-hmm. it a vital part of the plot and of character motivation in a way that Ghost fundamentally fails at. Right. Um, and, and, and the four sort of separate cores or the, the various different arcs within Gaim, because uh, mm-hmm. Orobochi, the writer of that, was very clever to sort of structure it less cores, more arcs mm-hmm. as he needed. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Whereas with Ghost, it sort of does fall into these four different quarters. You know, the first is introducing Ghost and his power set. Uh, the second is sort of, oh, there's something behind where the power set comes from. Uh, from. Uh, plus, who's this Alan guy? Uh, third, you get deeper into like the internal intrigue of Ganma world and their royalty. And right. four is dicking around with magic carpets. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, what can I say? And, you know, the deepest of specters. Uh, so deep, you see yourself in the abyss? It, I don't know. Wow. I think they were really trying to do something oh, clever with that stare into the deep specter, it stares back into you thing, and they I just hated that thing. whiffed oh, it. God. They whiffed it. That, um, we'll get there. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. The second core worked for me because it was there were two functioning rider characters, and, you know, once Makoto was not vaguely a bad guy and canon was restored and he had a reason to be the second writer (laughs) um the plots sort of worked better and alan was interesting as the villain um and his turn away from being a villain was interesting but once you get to just like adele being sad in a chair for 25 episodes you kind of lose me right um past the 30s like it, it loses me can we take a minute to address grandma fumi 
She's well, great. Uh, Amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's so part of That core section of episodes that I love. That she defines them. Sad point. Amazing. That was the happiest and saddest point of the whole show. Yeah. Oh my god! As soon as I saw her like co- fall asleep oh. on Alan's shoulder, I was like, "Oh god, no!" Yeah, and it was a grandma Fumi. That's the thing. Like I was saying, with the the first sort of interesting story thing, I think they did the first like brave story thing. I think they did was that that ninety nine day reset. It yeah. started this sequence of episodes where they were making these really bold uh, uh, story decisions about confronting yeah. like death and how. Yeah. Uh, people interact with death and they were saying mm-hmm. really interesting things about death, including with, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship between Alan and, and grandma Fumi. And then right. they forgot. <laughs> like they, there's this <laughs> point in the show where they just forget how to make the show. And it's so strange to watch. Um, it, it's, it's not even like a go busters kind of failure where they just finished the show too soon. Like right. ghost just, just kind of gives up the ghost after a while. Sorry, yeah, that, that's weird. why you don't I know what that. the series is about and why I mentioned before that the ghost thing just disappears. It becomes a generic Heisei Rider, I insist. Because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about the death of Takeru without the, all the reviving stuff and think about Grandma Fumi's death. Which death? The, the, and you, how effective each of them are, how much of a, of a build-up you have for each. Mm-hmm. And yet, the, the abysmal difference that the two have in, in 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 both the characters in the show and you as a viewer. The problem between Takaru's death, whichever one you want, and and <laughs> Grandma Fumi's, is that the problem with the pilot death. You know, not, there aren't pilots in Kamen Rider. The problem with the first mm-hmm. episode uh, uh, death for Takaru is that it's the first episode. You don't know anybody yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And. Him dying any subsequent time is cheapened by that initial one because he's already a ghost. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'll be back. I've seen this show. Uh, right. But Grandma <laughs> Fumi was human and mm-hmm. uh, uh, a unique sort of character and, like Kuni was saying, sort of properly built up. So comparing mm-hmm. the two I don't think is necessarily effective. But if you compare Grandma Fumi's death to Makoto's death, mm-hmm. which comes entirely out of nowhere and means no, nothing. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's a much more effective in terms of even the time scale of the show. Yeah. Because by that back half of the show, it just events occur and characters occasionally notice. Whereas <laughs> in the sort of second core, it's an actual character driven story. People are doing things because other people are doing things like Igor wants to do whatever nebulous science thing he wants to do to connect earth to Ganma world. And we don't know. And that's interesting because they have that sort of time to play with in the story. Um, right. Whereas our characters are our heroes, as it were, are trying to solve sort of the mystery of what Igor is doing and what Alan is doing and what their deal is. Mm-hmm. Um, and even sort of fundamentally how to stop Alan. But mm-hmm. once all those things turn and they, they just, they forget to have one more reveal in the show. And mm-hmm. so much of it just becomes them like just trying to solve the same puzzle for 20 episodes. Mm. And again, yeah. it's just, I'm, I'm gone, like whatever. <laughs> the I cast like can do as good as they want, but haven't really touched much on uh, Akari. Yeah, Akari? yeah, that is yeah. Sorry, we definitely should have done that earlier. I was she. Yeah, I, she's great. She's so good. Yeah, yeah and I loved. And again, were, so squandered in the show. Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of I don't know, kind of certain dichotomies that were presented a lot in this show, 
and I I had it all set up in my mind how I wanted to say it. Um, but <laughs> no, this is like last week when I finished watching it, and then it's all gone. Um, <laughs> but I like there were certain things like I really had I really enjoyed how you had like the science based person person and the faith based person. And that even though they came from, like, these different points, they were able to come together in their common goal and their common love and for, you know, their friend Takaru. And I loved that also that in the icons, that sort of, like, faith-based personality and the science-based personality were, like, essentially gender-bent. So you had, like, you know, in the, like, in our cast of heroes... You have uh, a female scientist, and then a like a was he a Buddhist priest, mm-hmm. priestling, like, monk, like wanting to be a priest, yeah. monk? monk. Okay, um, and then uh, in the uh, what's it called? In the heroic icons, the ghost icons, they were switched with a uh faith-based female person and a science-based dude in Newton and Kimiko. Kimiko. Thank you yeah. for saving me. Um, <laughs> there were there was just I don't know, I felt like there was a lot of stuff where they kind of played off something happening in the gamma world and something happening in Earth and something happening with uh those who were already passed and those who were still living. And I mean of course it's like half of how they do episodes like the yeah. whole thing like but i i enjoyed that like it didn't necessarily always happen at the same time and mm-hmm. so like there were sort it, it kind of felt like a lot of back and forth in that way so i feel like they had a lot of kind of overarching themes that kind of only really become like noticeable when you sit there and watch it all at one time yeah um but like i really i enjoyed i enjoyed igor i feel like a lot more than they than i should have um <laughs> yeah, week I, week, yeah. I, he gets grading but he's good that's the thing is i'm I'm honestly really curious to binge the show i'm gonna give it a couple of years but uh, yeah <laughs> at some point. I, but that's the thing i act like i genuinely do want to give the show the space and and then go back and binge because I think in a in a quicker format it would be much more enjoyable. It sounds like it's yeah. more enjoyable from your perspective. And it week really to week was. it was so much of a it was so much of the same thing. You yeah. know, it really yeah. has that kind of it has that Netflix problem. You know, where the back half of the show tends to fall apart um, because characters are just sort of moving uh, mm-hmm. again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, but I think that with this show it would definitely be more. You know, the cast, the same thing with those Netflix shows. The casts can carry you to the end mm-hmm. um, and, you know, design and other stuff, if not necessarily yeah. the script. But yeah, what just... did you find so enjoyable about Igor? Because I, I think, well, in my uh, personal opinion, I think he's just insufferable. But I mean, what? He is wh- totally insufferable. Uh-huh. And that's what is so good. Like, he, to me, is such a good annoying yeah. under like he is iago like <laughs> from from uh right. disney's aladdin he is 
I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> yeah, it was reminded of Shakespeare's Iago. Not Shakespeare's Iago. Jafar's Iago. Let's be clear here. He's annoying, irascible. Like, you just, you don't even want to see him on the screen anymore. And it's so, so good yeah. every time Akari slaps his face. And I love that, like, that's such a good feeling of vindication for us viewing it and then for that to be like the thing later on when he starts losing himself into Adele's like vision of what the gamma world should be and making everyone like him uh like the thing that brings him back to himself is getting slapped by Akari like that oh god it was so satisfying and like how much he hated it was felt so good. And that's all the actor too. I think the guy yeah. playing him was great. And it was clear that Yeah, the guy playing him was fantastic. The thing about the and, cast in general, it feels like they were all having a good time. Oh yeah. You know, and even the, if oh. they weren't, it felt like they were. So that, you know, well done. Yeah. Of all that, that Akari thing, thing the idol Akari with his manager Onari oh, with God. the Afro uh week, <laughs> I mean that was just fun for every single person involved in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like I, uh, I know I talked about this with Cooney, but um, and I really need to look up the name of Alan's Alan's uh, actor. Just phenomenal. The thi- I appreciated him for like his acting skills and for just how dang pretty he is <laughs> and uh, many many things. But the as soon as I realized that he and Onari were going to do a body swap. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, all right, <laughs> this is it. This is either going to make or break this actor for me. And he was so good. Yeah, he was mu- <laughs> like, yeah, much better than I could have expected. I was a prize. Oh, I thought it was going to be crazy. Yeah. What was that? I said I thought it would be cringeworthy, but he actually pulled it off. Yeah, it was exactly. fun. It was not cringeworthy at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say my favorite Alan moment is when, uh, I think it was right after uh, Grandma Fumi dies, mm-hmm. and he goes into the warehouse. I think it was a Sakamoto episode where he's yep. walking into the warehouse, eating tak- yep. takoyaki. And beating yeah. the, the commanders. Oh yeah. So yeah. good. And then he transforms. That was probably my favorite. No, and the theme uh, is great as well. That theme is also great. It's so good. Going back to Igor, I found him a fun character. I just kind of wish at the end, when he was wondering why her slaps brought him back, like they said, oh, it was probably love. Like, I don't know if it was really love. Like, yeah, maybe like I, well, mutual respect because they're both scientists. But it didn't I feel, feel like, like it's passion that comes from rage, which there's a thin line between love and hate. Uh, and like, yes. th- th- if they had made that point, I I would have been so much more down. Yeah, but I just I thought that it like the moment where he just asked that I didn't even like I think I purposefully forgot the answer but like i and made up my own instead but that moment that look on his face of just like why why is this the one thing (laughs) 
No, but I want uh, to go back just a bit uh, before Igor actually to that uh, the dichotomy you talked about, uh, Kitty, because I think that mm-hmm. there is this um, gift that the the character of Akari has, in which mm-hmm. I think she has the strongest relationship with each of the characters, yeah, especially mm-hmm. with Onari and with Takeru, even even with, yeah. with Alan in some cases b- before they fully trusted him. Right before he lost the uniform, for example, when he was all mysterious and shady, if yeah. she was the one to confront him. He was the she was the one who saw through him, and yeah. she she had all the elements. And she she didn't do what all those female character stock characters do, which is appeal to his good nature. She she was just honest right. with him. I I don't like how you look at at Takeru. I don't like how you move. I don't like how you talk. I don't trust you. What's your what what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's one deal. <laughs> and the other thing is in <laughs> relation to, especially Onari and that thing about spirituality and uh, pragmatism and science. How, uh, in the course of I think three or four episodes, and while the other one is unconscious, Onari and Akari just you know make peace with each other and recognize that part that they may have been may have uh, missed in themselves that mm-hmm. they could find in the other, can learn from the other. Right. I think that sequence yeah. of episodes in general is such a good way to illustrate how the secondary characters were such a solid part of the show. All the, yeah. the Red Sky thing and the the, the Knife Gamma thing, a marvelous design, by the way, but the Knife Gamma, mm-hmm. uh, the appearance of Igor, and this this recognition between Akarian or this reconciliation between Newton and Himiko, I just mm-hmm. wonder why they didn't keep up this consistency and this pacing, this this you know spread of of story right. the rest of the series. I don't know. Like that's why I I, I think for me the second and third uh, parts are my favorites. Like I enjoyed the uh, third part as well, just because I liked the. I like them going into the gamma world and like the story with the family and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just the it just all falls apart in the fourth part for me. And I no, think yeah, a lot of the story elements that they build up, like for example, like the understanding between Akari and Onari, or um, for example, uh, Alan's growth. You know, as a character, like they build it up, build it up, and then he, you know he sort of like finds himself after Fumi dies. But then after that, it kind of just drifts away and he just becomes, you know, another person to take a hit. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it, it, it does have that problem where it builds up these really, really good elements. And then after they reach a point, like a peak, then all of a sudden, you know, they kind of just leave it there. It doesn't carry over as much until the end. Even at the end, a lot of it doesn't, well, in the very end, in the particular case of Alan, I think, because oh, I mean, I say he's the best character because of that final moment when Takeru is just enraged and, uh, you know, kicking oh, yeah. uh, Alan's yeah. ass. And, and the words he used and the fact that the actor was actually crying when, when the scene was happening. Yeah. And, you know, and yes, you and I have brothers. I think that's a thing yeah. that one yeah. that has siblings can understand yeah. better. Right, Kitty. I think you also uh, may uh, agree. He told Alan uh, uh, Takeru, "Stop! My heart is telling me I need to say my brother." 
Right. And mm-hmm. he was just screaming at him and he was he was sad and he was hurt and he was worried. Yep. He had just realized that he loved his brother. He couldn't see him die. Yeah. It was yeah. just a beautiful conclusion to to, to the character to the redemption of the character. And I I I have just such a disgust uh for redeemed villains, but it was so done so well in this case yeah. that I couldn't help but just like it. It it was it I was know. a bit of a guy moment really. I mean that sequence, for example, in the I opening. I need to finish watching Gaim. You yep. need to finish it. <laughs> you do, but you yeah, better start watching it from the like, beginning again. Oh yeah, it's again. such a Gaim thing. It's just like in Gaim. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I wish I knew. One day. <laughs> How about that? Why don't you binge that one the next? For the next. I don't know. I th- I think part of the problem is I still don't have it in its entirety. Oh, we can help gonna... you with that. Well, it's I know, available. Right? Yeah, we should make that happen. I think. Don't tell me I deleted it. That would be a dumb person thing. You didn't delete it. Yeah, well, we can discuss that after the, <laughs> <laughs> after the podcast. Oh no, there it is. Yeah. Oh no, I've got it all. I'm just. I don't know what I'm doing. After well, the podcast. All right. Now we're <laughs> mad at you again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a party with your, in which a radio show we would play a record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, let's just pull out Mozart. <laughs> no, Beethoven. 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 Yeah. But um, speaking of other characters or elements that get left behind, we had this random character show up, uh, Javert or Javert. Javert. Oh God. Javert. What is his deal? I don't know, dude. <laughs> right, like well, he came in. Journey. He was supposed to be like a bodyguard or something for Alan, and. There was going to be a connect between him and Onari because Onari sort of saves him despite him being the bad guy. Right. And there was sort of like an understanding between them. But mm-hmm. then he completely disappears. And you don't see him until like the last two episodes. Did the actor get busy? Like what happened? Maybe. I don't know. The actor got busy yeah. maybe not only the Gamma. Because, I mean, <laughs> they introduced the Gamma Superior form with him, right? And then Takiro defeated that form when he got the token boost. And that was it, right? Because I, I wait, thought that he was he... going to be the no. one to take after Alan as the main body of that particular arc. Right. They then one, like, there's like one fight between them that happens in the middle of an episode. Like, yeah. I, I, I still remember this, Keely. I think it's in the third core or early in the fourth. I, I couldn't tell you where episode number wise anyway but alan's like walking through a forest and javel just shows up they have a fight javel leaves and he's gone for five more episodes <laughs> yeah like yeah. It, it, I, what the what the fuck was the plan with this guy well yeah. i don't know to me the the kind of um at least the way that i kind of viewed it when i was watching it was so uh Shit, and I lost his name. Uh, nope. Jabel. Uh, Jabel. Whatever his name is. Uh, J-Man. Um, <laughs> Big was a soldier sent by Adele to basically do Adele's bidding and pretend to do uh, Alan's bidding and essentially protect him in uh, the human world. And uh, so when Alan went bad, uh, Javel had kind of like failed. Said, or when, uh, sorry, I don't know what I just said. When Alan went good, um, Javel had kind of completely 
and horrendously failed, and so he was no longer needed in the Earth world, in, on Earth, uh, helping out, and he was basically rejected from the Gamma world, and so he was essentially wandering around Earth, trying to figure out how to redeem himself, finding himself incapable, and then uh, trying to make himself stronger. And then I forget at what point he gets his body back and is stuck in that. He has no food. He's trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, how to survive with a body again. Like, I, I feel like there was just a lot that went on with him behind the scenes that we really should have seen, like, up like, front. Yeah, like, if... And there should have been stuff about it. Right. But I can also understand that he was essentially kind of a throwaway person. We already had our bad guy gone good. And so he was just kind of there. Right. But, I don't know. Uh, he just seemed... It was... I don't know. He was such a... Like, there were so many pointless characters in the show. Like, we also yeah. had uh, Jairo, who was played by Seiji Takaiwa. Who was basically... Um, Jaira, the, yeah, the trainer, the teacher. The, tra- the guy who... Yeah, he, he was uh, the fight instructor for Alan back in the Gamma world. Oh, yeah. And he's all he's actually the suit actor for Kamen Rider Ghost. Like, he is... He's basically the Kamen Rider suit actor for the past 15 years. Okay. Something like that. So it was... Jesus. A, yeah, he's, he is... He's literally a common writer. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was just like those kind of characters where they just come and go and they're just there to provide more conflict for the heroes, but there's no mm-hmm. real depth behind them. That really mm-hmm. got in the way of the main plot and just kind of, I guess, yeah, it's a, it's a testament to like sloppy writing. I guess. I don't know. I just kind of saw that guy as like a milestone achievement. Like, your fighting has reached such a level that you can now take out this guy. Here's a slight amount of backstory to understand why it's kind of a big deal. I guess. Hey, kids, look, a cameo. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's just, yeah, a wild cameo appears. There was mm-hmm. a lot of cameos in this show. A lot of tokusatsu uh, actors in this were show. Were there? Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember all of them. Like, for example, Javel was uh, a Sentai actor. He was from uh. Deku Ranger. From like oh seven, um, one of uh, the of the characters that gets possessed, the, the girl that gets possessed by Houdini was uh, Buster Yellow in Go Busters. Yep, uh, the person who gets, uh, I think, it was the Robin Hood episode. She's from Ultraman Ginga. She was on the Force or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forget her name though. Well, yeah, one, the, one, the, the biggest one, Takeru's dad, was Yellow Lion in Liveman and Eighties Sentai. Yes, Ooh. yes. I didn't realize that. I yeah, love he's, Lion. Yeah, he's yellow Lion. That's like, embarrassing. I was, I was really excited to see him. and I mean, we, we got more of him than I thought we'd get of him, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to see him act because I, I, I just, I don't know, I really like Live Man and I really like his character in it, so I really wanted to see more of him. The one camera that I was shocked about was towards the end when Takaru, uh, I guess he gets, he gets pulled into the Musashi uh, icon again, and he fights the human form of, of uh, Musashi. Ah, yes, and it's... um uh, I forget the actor's name, but he's from Kamen Rider Fies. He is the... Mm. A snake off an oak, and he's also the... He's also Juzo in Shinkenja. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
And I was, I was like, oh, I remember him from. And I was like freaking out when he was in there because he's easy my one of my favorite parts of Fies. But yeah, there was a lot of like, not, I wouldn't say cameos, but just like a lot of at, recognizable actors mm-hmm. if you watch a lot of Tokusatsu. But a okay. lot of them had like throwaway characters. Gotcha. Was, yeah, Even in the main cast, I'm still getting you know, these cameo actors and throwaway characters. Let's talk about a bit a bit about the the hermit. Yes. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. He's such I, a the big one actor. I didn't get was Yurusen for the longest time. Like he just kind of <laughs> popped in, and then they forgot about him, and then he came back, and then they forgot. I feel like they he was way underutilized. I I freaking love Yurusen. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah but, I loved him yeah. too, or her too. If it wasn't the thing about Yurusen is knowing that she's a cat, is, she's retroactively my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Instantly, I, as done. soon as I got it. But that's what I mean. Like I felt like they should have done more, more. Nah, Such as I, I think I think Yodasan was fine as he or she was because I just what I loved about Yodasan was that the one liners like he was like just how snipey he was at everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that dynamic. I yeah, didn't really he didn't have any respect for just, anyone. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want any more. I felt like he wasn't in enough episodes. Like, I did not notice him in every single episode. I didn't notice him in a lot of episodes. I don't know. There, he wasn't a he lot. Was all over the place. But yeah, maybe it's because the whole binging thing <laughs> makes it feel like he's in less than he is. Maybe. I don't... <sighs> yeah. You know but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the hermit, um, mm-hmm. played by Naoto Takan- Takenaka. Takenaka. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's a pretty famous like actor. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, he, yeah. He, he, I mean, he's the like the old star slot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that he would do a lot of was okay. Kuni was he doing a lot of like famous gags? No, I mean like, that's the, yeah. I mean because he's known as for his. I mean he's known for also both for his uh, serious roles. He has his yeah. deep voice and his, his yeah. you know side. But he, he he's most famous for his you know really wacky persona. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that way that the, the 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 hermit you know talks about Akari and and has these little uh, costumes etc. That's very characteristic of him. That was right, that's right. what they were showcasing actually. Right. Of him. I just I don't get his whole double role as. I don't see the man. point of it either. What was yeah. that? Yeah, it doesn't really beyond being a showcase. I mean. Th- it's there's just a whole section of the the ghost movie where they let him and another comedian, uh, the captain from from Drive, actually they just like do a series of riffs from from <laughs> yeah. other comedians. Like that. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah, With it's even so without good. having so, like, and the funny thing is, from watching variety shows, I have like ten percent of the context from that. Right. Me too. Um, and it's funny yeah. even for like the other ninety percent, I don't have. Because right. they're just so good at it. Like mm, they're fun. Uh, they're funny people. There's yeah. a point where I I don't really care about the whole magistrate thing making sense because he's a great actor and just give him good stuff. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Throw him in a wig. It, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. It was just I don't know because because the whole for the majority of the show it was like there was a whole oh is it two people is it the same person is it a clone of him uh-huh, like uh-huh. it was it was never clear what they were doing with the two. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like, at the end where it's like, oh, it's the same person. Then it, it was just, it didn't have much of an effect. But I, I enjoyed watching the character, the, the actor. Cause I, just, I just really liked the actor. But I just kind of wish that 
either he's he was either he was more the hermit or more of Edith. Exactly. Like felt, yeah. Because apparently, I mean, well, no, not apparently. They, they said he developed all the the he developed the gammizers to start with. He developed the 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 go the icons themselves. I mean the, the icon technology, and yeah, also I feel like that was just like the belt. so thrown under the butt. Like they were just like, oh yeah, by the way, this I made yeah. this. Oh, by the way, I, I have a, a question. Mm. It's a bit of a tangent. So I mean, at this point, but you see how when Alan was a bad guy and he transformed mm-hmm. into Necrom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You would see these lightning uh, details when he was transforming, right? Mm-hmm. And he used yeah. an icon to transform the Sanzo mm-hmm. icon. Sorry, two two icons, the Sanzo icon mm-hmm. and the Grim icon. Mm-hmm. He used two. Yeah. Well, I mean separately, but he would interchange. I mean, those were the two that he used that Necrom can use. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. My, my impression from that was that. He was. I mean, if you need to to really understand to to bond with the hero, and he was using it for these evil deeds, then my impression that was was that he was enslaving the the icons through the the driver, and that's mm-hmm. why this interference, yeah. you know, lightning things came. Mm-hmm. Ah. Is that addressed at all Ooh. when he becomes a good guy? It isn't, right? It just looks a bit more good guyish when he transforms. No, well, I when he becomes difference. a good guy, he becomes unable to force the icons to do his bidding anymore, remember? And then mm. he has to, like, bond with them and get them on his side. Oh, was that uh, the fight with the three? Oh, well, he that? did do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So that, that was, like, a thing. So he stopped forcing them, and they... Because they stopped listening once he got a human body, or once he got his body back. Oh, you're right. That's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that Cooney and I actually were having a discussion a little bit about he hated uh, Necrom's uh, helmet. Yeah. That, felt like it looked like a scuba mask. I mean, I well, I'm fine with to. it, but why? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Well, I like the but, design, but it never made sense. To me, and this is something that uh, we brought up briefly, and he was like, oh, save that for the podcast. Yeah. To me, um, it was like in sticking with the whole like eye theme, if you look at it a little differently, it's just a lens that he is looking through. And like part of Necrom's whole thing is like clarity and seeing more clearly. And all that stuff. So for him to be like looking through a lens and using eye drops, it's all about him trying to see clearly like who he is and what he wants to do. Oh, and yeah, all that. Yeah, because his his uh, driver does say mega clarity. Yes. Yeah. So hmm. that was my yeah, take. That, on uh, that. Yeah, actually, my my insatisfaction was put to bed thanks to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for the name and the spelling, which I mean, you, that is not said Alan. That's Elaine, if you agree well, with me. Oh, well, should the, I be saying Elaine? No, but it's Alan. But they're no, saying Alan, though. It's the same as Alia. I don't understand why she can be Aria, which is an, a name that exists. Because they don't have Alia. And Edith, Edith is, a, is, a, is a female name. Why does Zeochan have a female name? I, I thought there was like a, like a, like a linking thing from another which planet. I liked the A thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I liked it at first, but then 
Gyro Javel. Then is it by ranks? Igor, where does Igor fit in? No, it was a family. The people who were actually part of the family, where it was like mother, father, son, daughter, they all had the A names. If you weren't part of that family, you didn't have the A name. All right. Yep. Like, that's, <laughs> that's obvious. That's a stretch. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's a stretch. I think it's right. Yeah, you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just. That's how they did it. <laughs> no, yeah, like I've, I've met fam. Like I had these neighbors where, um, I forget what the the mother's name was, but the father's name was like James, and so their children were like Jillian, Jahan, and Jeremy, really? and it, or like the. The uh, I knew some girls uh, in high school. There were four of them. They all had the last name Br, and so all of their names were single syllable uh, Br names. So they were uh, Brett, Bryn, Brass, and Brick. Mm. Brass. Those were their names. Brass and Not Brick. Even... Yes. <laughs> God damn. Hey, you are at some point kids, stop man. having kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, but that's damn. the point. So, like, that is a thing that I have seen too often okay. to not just go, okay, I see what you did there. You're obsessed with you guys have matching first letter names. And so now you're just going to make uh, it a thing with your kids. See, All right. I've never seen that, like, as far as, like, people that I know. I've never seen oh, yeah. that kind of, like, comparison or, like, grouping of names. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's not uncommon. Uh. Oh, another thing we need to talk about. Well, I mean that this highlight is the mm-hmm. the opening theme. Oh man, which I, I think it. is one of the best I've ever heard it's of the yeah. two the uh, Heisei series in general. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's great because it's hopeful. It's cheery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cheerful. But it. I mean, the 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 lyrics fit so well with the with the the, the themes that the show tried <laughs> to 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 mm-hmm. portray. Yeah. It's so sad that the well theme said. itself does a better work than the show. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, I loved it. I love it. It's been a while since I've tried to learn the lyrics of a song, yeah. and, like a common writer theme. Uh-huh. And like, I think. Well, I mean, I guess I I really like the Gaim theme too, but this one is like. I don't know, just so you get pumped so up good. listening to it. Like you're like hopeful for the show and then the show starts like ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean listening to it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh shit, that still goes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a, a common writer versus super sentai thing, but I feel like uh nothing will ever beat the Kyoryuger opening song for me. So, like, every other tokusatsu show that I see has to compare to that opening theme Oh, yeah. Song. Like, I had that, too. When I first got into it, like, I fell in love with the Die Ranger theme. Okay. And ever since oh, then, every song compares too. to the Die Ranger theme. Well, so, I mean, like, Kyoryuger wasn't the first one that I saw or anything. Yeah, it's yeah, It's just, same. like, it is so blatantly, like a part of my life now. Like I tried to have my fiance sit down and watch a couple episodes of Kyoryuger with me. Didn't work out, (laughs) but like he's seen like maybe a whole episode and we'll just randomly be walking around the house, like making lunch and go, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's just like pervasive in every aspect of my life. So I mean, Hey, it got into Power Rangers Dino Charge. It's yeah, it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. The the in one of the scenes of the the 
shop. Tyler's oh, humming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're humming it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. One you of the only it? two episodes I saw of that show. Was it good, that yeah. show? I thought it was Tyler in the episode. Oh, it was probably Tyler, yeah. But Cooney asked, was it a good show? No, was it? You know, yeah, I was asking if it was a good show. What? In Which the end. one? Dino Charge. Dino Charge. Uh, yeah. I, I, I still have to catch up with Supercharge. Um, okay. But the Dino Charge we got was good. Yeah. I thought. Nice. Last year, I, I saw all the stuff through the name change. Um, mm. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, wait, it had a name change? That's the way the Saban seasons run now. Um, it, the, the first year of the show will be like Dino Charge, and the second half will be Dino Supercharge. They did the same uh, thing with Mega Samurai Force and Super Samurai, Super Mega yeah. Force, uh-huh. and then Super Mega Ultra Force, and <laughs> Super <laughs> Hyper Battle video. Wait, that's different. Tangent alert. Tangent alert. <laughs> I know Why? I caused it, but tangent alert. But yeah, I, yes, I, that was an LX. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Luxury. Yeah, the, the 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 theme for this show is really good. So I'm, I am also really liking X8. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, X8 is really kicking the show's ass. I have to yeah. say. Yeah, that's true. Has it started already? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it, uh, I think you'll like where it. Where have I been? In, a, in about a year, when you've been it for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I can't. The only one that I've been watching at all week to week has been. Uh, Zyoder. Zyoder? Zyoder. Zyoder. I can't words anymore. It's like almost midnight. No, it's <laughs> um, romanization, that romanization needs to be just abolished. Yeah. How, okay, so how... how what the is correct pronunciation is Zyoder. Zyoder? Yeah. But yeah, Z Y U gets a, a J kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. like uh, okay. like Z Ranger is Jew Ranger, but over here it sounds like you're saying right. Jew Ranger. So right, people give you funny and looks. <laughs> yeah, to me, I, I look at it. And Take I it from me. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, especially when I'm when I'm talking to people who don't know much about Sentai, I have to say Z Ranger. Yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, I've been I haven't been watching it exactly week to week but i've been watching it in like three or four batch yeah like three or four but, episode I mean, how, how how does it change your experience watching it like that now i like okay i'm going to be perfectly honest i'm so bad at watching things week to week mm. like i get really excited to see it again and i love everything that i'm seeing and then i forget that it exists again ah. because I have to wait for more. Yeah. And that's why I haven't been watching it every week. I just, I forget it exists. I'm, I don't know what day of the week it is. I think I have two days off coming up. I could, I will know when my alarms go off tomorrow um, <laughs> or don't go off tomorrow. One of the two. And they might <laughs> not go off and then I'll just panic. Yeah. Yep. I have no idea. So like for me, that's that's why I'm just really bad at like, week to week stuff but it's still been just as enjoyable for me i just i don't know i'll probably binge watch it all at the end anyways because i fucking love it well it's really really such a cute enjoyable show it's i got yeah. a headscarf so that i can properly uh cosplay lady leo and i'm so excited <laughs> excellent yeah. um that's I guess great. we should get back on Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> about the, the, I mean, what about? I mean, talking about the the uh, the A family of the of the Gamma World. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, 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 the turns out there is a yeah, an older brother, and I just want to know if mm-hmm. there is anything worth pointing out uh, of the movies. 
Because I, I heard terrible them things them. about the, the, the Drive crossover. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> the continuity doesn't make any sense. And who cares? Because the, the gamma the, designs yeah. are great in that one, I think. I, and I don't even. The, the funny thing about the, the Ghost Drive movie is all the Drive time travel stuff makes perfect sense. They do one mm-hmm. thing with the Ghost story that makes no sense. It, it breaks <laughs> the continuity of the show and they never mention it again in the series. Mm. Like, literally, the way Takaru's dad dies is totally different from the series. And the series yeah. is never like, oh, yeah, remember that time I learned that thing I thought wasn't the way it happened? No? Eh, suck it. <laughs> it, it, it's very significant <laughs> and they spend a lot of time it, like the whole movie is that but it, yeah. just, it doesn't come up yeah. they have other stuff to do I guess so. yeah. is his um his bro- uh, the older brother is he in the summer movie yeah the the, the A family's older brother is right. I believe he's Dark Ghost or the Emperor form Emperor Makoto's dad appears as well. Yeah, he's zero spectre mm. on that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Because, yeah, the movie has all the different variants, like the Dark Necroms, which I think the Dark Necrom suits are all really cool. I actually like right. those. Um, right. Uh, oh, so you haven't watched it? Because, I mean, I was I waiting for, you know, the little explanation as to why Edith at the end has the dark, uh, the dark ghost uh, icon. He briefly transforms and briefly right. fights. Yeah. Which was cool. I enjoyed that. No, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I was I glad that he transformed. I really <laughs> liked that, but I would just, I wish we had more. I don't just know. Just like we wanted yeah. more uh, Tsumuji Akaninja and more of that. Oh, yeah. All the series we talked about. Well, the nice <laughs> thing is with, with, at least in Alan's case, there's that three-part DVD bonus kind of thing with more stuff with him. Which mm, is yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The first two go, I mean, the first part of it was really interesting because it, it goes back like 50 years before the events of the show. And it's mm-hmm. Alan sort of first coming to Earth, which is really interesting. Like it, uh, we talked about earlier, like he's of the three writers, he's the most interesting writer because he has the most sort of character transition. Yeah, I'd argue. yeah. Um, and the the actor playing him is very good at his job, and mm-hmm. and the writers seem to have not forgotten he exists, uh, which Yay. is handy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in those in those sort of prologue things for him it's really interesting because they maintain a point of view of him as the hero of those three shorts uh even as his perspective sort of changes in terms of the world around him uh, which is really Mm. interesting you start to see the first sort of glimmers of the big character changes he has throughout the show proper Mm. which is it's well i think those the, the two that i've seen so far the third one has yet to be released by Subbers. Right. Uh, or I, I don't even have the Blu-rays out, to be honest. So it could just be a getting the thing thing. Uh, yeah. But the first two were, were, they actually really fleshed out the sort of detail of the show in a way that I appreciated. And and frankly, in a way that the, the show maybe should have paid more attention to. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Do we want to briefly skim over the end of the show? Because it's kind of a mess. And it's a terrible mess. It's because yeah, it's, cause, yeah. Because I mean, basically, uh, Adele basically kills his father. And decides he's going to become the world. world. He's gonna yeah. He keeps saying, "I'm gonna, I am the world." <laughs> so he basically wants to yeah. connect everyone to him, and everybody basically becomes him. Yep. So then, both worlds. He is both worlds, and both worlds are him. And <laughs> it gets annoying really quickly. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I like the part about uh, Adele. I mean, uh, Alan 
finally getting through to Adele and, you know, him sort of having a bit of a redemption before that was another bad. another freaking great eye or whatever consumes him or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. there's so many eyes. I don't know how many eyes there are. <laughs> Generally great... they come in pairs, but good lord, they don't come in octuples or <laughs> carpets. Uh, so, okay. then but, the gamma, the great eye is this great being, uh, a moral being, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the problem it, is it, that it, Alan, well, no, no, not Alan, I'm calling you Alan. Fuck Adele? Uh, Adele, yes. Adele wants to become the world, yeah. And he uses the gammizers for that. And the gammizers start looking, start, start seeing how humans have flawed and it, become self-conscious i i i'm just trying to understand yeah there's there's definitely some oh shit we have two episodes left with the great eyes plot yeah. in terms of it, it's a device but it uh, in terms of the internal story logic the impression i got was that connecting to adele who's a, a frankly pretty flawed dude um opened up some stuff in the great eye in terms of it either developing sentience or always wanting independence. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The implication I got from sort of the dialogue or the translation of the dialogue uh, was that the great eye sort of had wanted independence for some time, or at least a leader that sort of did what it wanted or, you know, host as it were. Um, and whatever Adele's messing with the Ganmisers did, Ganmisers, sorry, whatever Adele's messing with the Ganmisers did, uh, let them, I don't know, they got yeah, to go on it, a magic carpet ride. I'll just do another carpet joke. It, it, <laughs> it seemed like um, they were looking for a more resolute host. And yeah. the more he got drunk with power, the more he became less resolute. And mm-hmm. they were also oh, that makes looking sense. they were they were also looking at Takaru and apparently Makoto. But as potential hosts? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well yeah. I guess yeah. they were looking at him and they said they have unlimited potential. They keep growing. They are the key or whatever. They weren't looking at them as potential hosts, but they were just seeing what they're up against. And I guess Adele was turning out to be not a suitable enough host for them to be able to take over. Yeah. That was it's my incredible the, your ability to make sense of all that. <laughs> I know. The Spectre thing still doesn't make sense, though. Yeah. Also... I also watched the last like six episodes today, so it's still fresh <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah, but um, I I I don't know. I felt like as soon as the gunmisers came into the scene, that kind of where the show fell apart for me. Yeah, um, such a shame because it, those were great designs. They were great designs, and I think yeah. it was actually a good concept. I just, I just wish if they had made sense uh, developed <laughs> that concept more than just us keep going back to Adele. Like, mm-hmm. if they had focused more on the gunmizer becoming sentient. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, like, because yeah. they do that, but they do it in the last episode, and it's an empty fight. Whereas if we had seen that more throughout, them taking over Adele would have been more impactful for me. So, mm. yeah. I felt like they were yeah. just another thing to throw at Takeru. That's the thing. So yeah. much of the show, especially in terms of the antagonist side of the show, was way less linear than it could have been and far more tangential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was much more like, oh, here's this guy too. Oh, now you're screwed. Uh, yeah. As opposed to like, uh, 
here is this thing. It does this. I want it to do this. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Even like uh, Steve builds the, <laughs> the man whose job it was to build gates. Uh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. I've been saving it for quite some time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's uh, a bit, yeah. a bit just worse. Just it seems he has been overbaked. But he makes no sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, Kuni, you know what's overbaked? His name. <laughs> they invited my joke with their hubris. <laughs> that's fair. But then, I mean, the end it turned out to be uh, controlled by by uh, one of those generic yeah. icons, the one that you know, the yeah. five dollars a piece, yeah, the Jeff icon. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that was one of the ones from the beginning of the show. I thought he would be mm. like the corrupt human that would represent that humans are fallible, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It turned out to be brainwashed as everyone else. Yeah, he's just a normal dude. I was I was hoping that he was faking. Who? Yeah, I was I hoping kept that for a turn. Yeah, faking the evil or faking the good? Faking the good. Good. Yeah, that's what I assumed, but it turned it turns it wasn't right. No, right. that yeah. sucks so much. That damn yeah thing. He's a nice guy. We saw him get taken over, though. When did we? I the, the impression. Wait, I got we're from talking the about se- the Steve Bills guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we see him. Like get knocked out and taken over by an icon, like when they uh, first enter that building. Really? This was not a surprise. What? Man, <laughs> I, 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 I completely <laughs> left like, my mind. No, yeah, yeah he was one. Of, we one hundred percent saw him be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> and then he and like mm. get taken over, and then he's like, all of a sudden, he's standing upright and is like, "Yes, sir." Course, sir. And like, we saw <laughs> it happen. So here's, it's uh, not here's even my, a Here's my reply uh, to that complaint. Uh, the show starts with a 20 minute diatribe <laughs> on what the plot of the series is, and they couldn't have snuck in a quick clip of that guy getting whammied. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't that know happened. that either. I mean, the, 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 I know you get it, the person who binged it in marathon format, but the three people who went week to week have no idea that that's what that dude's deal was. Yeah. yeah. That's a failure on the part of the show. Yes, or it's just... <laughs> <laughs> You're going week to week. Occasionally you have to remind people. It's radio rules. That's where television comes from. We don't need to know... No, every... I know, I know. <laughs> we didn't need to know every episode that he died on his 18th birthday. We knew that. We got uh-huh. it. Oh, yeah. God. Tell me how many days are left and get to the fucking point. <laughs> Let's slap some eyeballs on yeah, If you're going oh, to recap, sh- just do the last couple of episodes and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about what episode 49, guys? 49. Because I know, um, Kitty, that there was some details. There were some details there that you actually didn't like. And I wanted to go over those as well. Is that when the uh, Gunmizer beco- or the Great Eye become, that becomes the, the, that writer thing? Also, a great That's design. That's the real finale. Wasted. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I had problems with it? Yeah, about everybody saying, Takeru is our hero and things like that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just that was bad. <laughs> I blocked it out. So stupid. Uh, yeah, God. when they were like in the when they were just in unison, Takeru is a hero. Yeah, absolutely unnecessary. I, like, well, it's it's much weirder in episode fifty when they've all apparently formed a cult around him. <laughs> yeah. Have you met Takeru, our leader? <laughs> okay, but like that's every single like idol band. Like, whoever's oldest or whatever is always leader. 
Cool. And like, that's just what they call it. See, I didn't mean the like reference to leader. I meant the fact that they had terrifying cultish devotion to him. But well, they're just happy thing, he's alive. It just lasted for a couple of episodes as well. I mean, just just yeah. for him to revive as well again. Yeah, that's true. If I were his yeah. friend, honestly, by the seventh time he was back, I'd be like, okay, cool. Next time, can you get some bread? I don't know. You're like slacking <laughs> on the house here. Can you vacuum, yeah. maybe? Come on. Because <laughs> apart from that, I think that that particular one, I mean, when he gets the what's his name, the last icon, the a the infinity icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That was Rainbow not that bad, ex- yeah. badly executed, excepting that culty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that each of the final finishes was like an emotion. The way they shoehorned the emotions was a bit cringeworthy, to be honest. Oh, but. boy. Yeah. Well, that was that's such a like finale move. That's the thing. If that and and even if the Infinity Icon Death and Rebirth was the second to last time that happened, which it isn't, <laughs> it would be more effective. Yeah, There's yeah, still yeah, yeah, 14 yeah. more deaths till the finish. It's yeah. an exaggeration. Minimum three. Is there? <sighs> Probably. He dies twice in one episode at one point. And he dies when he... When, wow. I mean, already dead, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, double dies. <laughs> he, he really just... <laughs> he dies. He sticks to a theme, and he goes for it. Yeah. Uh, he he combo breakers death. <laughs> yes. One thing that was... I felt equally, like, cringeworthy as as much as the he is my hero thing was i think it was the episode before where he was going to like the three different people that he rescued or saved or helped mm-hmm. or whatever and they were saying oh i can't figure this out but takuru told me like showed me hope or whatever that was, this, this, that was torture that, that, that hurt uh, uh, to me that was very like standard kids show yeah but it, no, it reminded yeah, yeah i agree place. yeah but, it was a kids show thing like the lesson for today is, yeah, like the the girl the girl did it like when it came to the girl it was better because he she was talking to her father's picture and saying oh this happened today but the, you know but I'm okay and this and this that felt natural but it was the other the two, two were like, talking by themselves were they yeah and it was like oh I can't figure out this equation I might as well quit no this random ghost dude told me <laughs> to never give up hope and I'm gonna continue that like that's not gonna happen. Like, the girl felt more natural because she's talking to her father. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that. I don't know. If uh, some random dude was able to swoop in and all of a sudden mend, like, a decade worth of, like, not speaking to your father, I think it would be a pretty memorable thing. <laughs> I mean, I get that, but it's just the way it was, it was done. I yeah. Think the, 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 like, the, the problem with the... To himself? Yeah. It's for me it wasn't even the device of it. It just felt like in that moment in that episode because they come back later in the episode possessed as villains. Right. Um right. and it felt within the episode uh as if they just wanted to make sure they got their money's worth out of these actors so they gave them like mm-hmm. another scene in a monologue. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it didn't feel necessary or again mm-hmm. it didn't feel necessary or earned. It felt strictly functional yep. from like a plot progression standpoint. Too much yeah. of the show felt like Somebody in a room with a Levitt's grid. And the idea, if you don't know the concept of the Levitt's grid. 
I'm getting there, Kitty. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I was literally starting the explanation. Um, so the concept of a Levitz grid, it was developed by this guy, Paul Levitz. He was a, a writer at one point, DC Comics' president. Uh, now he's, a, a, again, a writer. Um, and he, he came up with this idea of you plot out this grid, and on one axis, it's the characters, and the other axis, it's, it's the issue numbers. So across... Uh, uh, as you go left to right on the grid, you fill out mm-hmm. what happens to these characters across the various issues, and you can infinitely plot a story from there because you can maintain not just A and B plots, but down to like X plots or, or, or you know, L plots. X was a bad choice. You know, um, <laughs> but you can maintain all these sort of background elements and keep them running. But mm-hmm. with Ghost, it felt like there were just three tracks. Takaru's awesome, he has friends, and we need to do more toys. Um, and it, it just keeps plotting at this linear way without, without, you know, it doesn't work. <laughs> There's no unifying factor. Yeah. Mm. Listeners, listeners who want to Google it is Levitz with a Z. Yes. L-E-V-I-T-Z. Thank you. I do what I can. <laughs> and the Levitz grid is honestly a really useful device. You just can't only rely on it. Yeah. You have to, and the show had like a great cast again and like great design and, but, but, the raw, like, episode-to-episode scripting just isn't there. Right. In a way that's, it's, it's I don't know, it, it fundamentally damages the thing. Again, mm. for me. Right. Especially at the end, because there's no there there. It's just, you're relying on actors to cry well, and that's not enough. Yeah. Mm. True. And, you know, stunt people to do well, too, and, you know, they did. Not for nothing. They did. The well, actors cried so well, good. and the stunt people stunted the hell out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like they nailed That's those true. elements. But I mean, even Fies did it better, and that was a show about people who don't talk to each other. <laughs> it's literally the entire series. Yeah. You should watch that series as well, Kitty. Just as bottom of the pile. Nah. <laughs> but it's a series you suffer through. That that's mm. that much I can say. Yeah. yeah, it's a series true. that will regularly make you go, but why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no. hate those. Come on. <laughs> Especially a so show that the whole point is everybody has a cell phone as a henshin device. It's and not no lost on me either, but Communication <laughs> device. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much the show. I mean, Takuru comes, I mean, obviously he comes back to life. Um, Again. I think he does one of his best acting scenes at the very end where he's hungry and he eats uh, the onigiri. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great like, moment. That's like you could feel that, like, how happy he is to eat food again. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's sad I just, that the best acting he does in the show is a commercial for food. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I also you know? honestly really wanted him to have takoyaki instead of onigiri. Well, onigiri was but, always his thing from... And, but, and those belong to, to I Alan. Com- yeah. I completely forgot. I was just so obsessed with Alan and his takoyaki. <laughs> yeah, but he did that... have a good moment with the takoyaki when he gave it to um, Javer. And Javer's oh like, oh, it's God. so good. He's like, yeah, right? It's good. Yep. Yeah, that was a good moment. Now you're a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Have this good guy balls. No, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> octopus is what's in takoyaki, right? Yep. Yeah. They're octopus balls. Octopus balls. With octopus mayo. Balls. Sweet balls. mayo. Because mayo is uh, different in Japan. But yeah, I, delicious. Uh, no, they're fantastic. I've never wanted to ever try that before until watching this show. It's, it's good. great. They're so it's good. good. Super recommendable. Oh, so yeah. good. Um, yeah. They're like junky and, and warm and excellent. Mm. 
<laughs> so do we want to briefly talk about the epilogue with X-Aid randomly comes in and freaking for no reason at all? This is a tradition I'm very okay for us to stop doing. <laughs> yep. Actually, that's it's why I haven't so seen it because I don't like that tendency that yeah. this is having. It's anticlimactic. Yeah, I, I know, like, as anybody who's... If you spent five minutes dealing with production shit, like, it's just an episode to save money. Like, yeah. go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Honestly, like, I know what you're doing. I can see it. You want to give the new team an extra week. But, like, just take a week off and pretend it's golf. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Like, th- this episode 50, meet the new guy without any context shit, it doesn't work. Especially when the first care. person that you meet is potentially a bad guy, but you don't know. Like, there's yeah. no... It makes no, no sense context. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason for why he wants the uh the cartridge or the gashat and then this random kid picks it up and he's just the most depressing pessimistic oh, yeah. kid ever <laughs> and he keeps saying oh the future there's no point in changing the future the future's going to stay as it is going to be garbage and crappy from I've now seen on this movie. what's the point and then all of a sudden uh takeru gives him hope and then he <laughs> goes into an icon portal wait, wait. and goes into the future did you like miss the part where it was maybe takaru's kid no no that's what i was getting later. to you, that's that's what I was getting to. Okay. it's at the that's very the very it, end yeah the very very end he says thank you and then the audio Silence. like you, you don't hear him but you see him say uh tosan which is father it's not just then they like he spends the night at the table and takaru uh, not, uh, did i say table or temple Table. Oh, you said table, table okay. but you meant it. I meant temple. <laughs> he spent the night <laughs> at the temple, best. and uh, as he was while he was like asleep, and Takeru was there, he was saying "dad" in his sleep. See, I but ah. I think like at that point, he just, it just seemed like he was saying "dad." Like I didn't connect it as it being Takeru. Well, then maybe you're just dense. Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like Takaru's whole response to it was like, oh, "He said this while I was right here." Like, I thought he was just saying. I thought he was just saying, "Oh," because he never. But every time he asked him about his fa- parents, he didn't say anything. So I thought he was like, "Oh, he's finally maybe opening up about his father, even though he's asleep." But I don't know. I it, think it's because Takaru's his dad. Maybe yeah. I don't know. And that—that that was why to me it was that. <laughs> but that's the thing is, I think that scene's supposed to be a plant for the payoff of the silent thing later. But yeah. mm-hmm. planting's really hard when you're using a sledgehammer to garden. It doesn't <laughs> work. It doesn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Clumsy. <laughs> uh, it's clumsy. Uh, God. How about we end this on a bright note or a okay. happier note? Mm-hmm. Uh, since we have so many forms and so many icon forms and actual forms whatever what was your favorite icon and what was your favorite like writer form Uh, that's a tough question i mean especially the the helmet designs were great were amazing are we talking uh including gamma icons or just heroic icons i've got a list i could start go for it Uh uh my favorite ghost form hands down is boost uh, it should have just been the form. Like, it's cool, it's red, it's got everything I want. Uh, Flamey. Yeah, the flame stuff's awesome, the suit design's great, the undersuit is really nice. It just it unifies that design in a way that 
I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, whereas, you know, Dark Spectre is just like deer antlers stapled on a person. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't work as well. Um, I, I actually mentioned them earlier. Another one I like is the uh, the Dark Ghost and Dark Necrom sort of palette swap suits. I think those are really cool. And the, the way the Dark Necrom undersuit is that simplified uh, icon spirit kind yeah. of undersuit. I think it was a really clever way of sort of showing less technology, kind of prototypey sort of thing. Right. Um, mm. And then, I don't know, normal icons, probably Tutankhamun. That suit's awesome. I love the, mm-hmm. like, the, the cyan of that jacket uh, and the design work. I think it's really solid. And then yeah. for a Ganma one, the one I have listed is Ultima, which was uh, Mr. Common Rider's. Uh, Gyro's right. fighting form. form. And then the, yeah, Gyro's fighting form. And then later the ebony version that Edith uses is also mm-hmm. very cool. I really like that suit. Huh. Like I, I thought it was really clever, the sort of motif of being able to bring back monster suits. In, not motif, but the, the idea of being able to bring back monster suits at any time with these sort of reusable icons was a, mm-hmm. a clever way to not have to make as many monsters. Mm-hmm. I see you, production sure. people. <laughs> <laughs> And I like it. I've always liked that. I like that on Amazons. I like that in, in a lot of writer shows, honestly. Like, clever reuse of monsters is always... Very like interesting that. to see, yeah. I liked it. I yeah. like it a lot as well. Yeah. Anyway. I, uh, go ahead. I really... So, if we're talking gamma icons, I really like QB. Yes. Oh, like, QB's great. Oh, it was so QB's good. Um... Just a phenomenal character who's so good. He's a treasure. Uh, he's such a treasure. <laughs> yeah. And then he got his little musical buddy whose name eludes me. Yeah. Um but Musical Note Ganma, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. The two of them like be like, We're gonna go on a trip around the world to go find ours. I loved it so much. And then uh for heroic icon, I don't know. They were they were. I like. I guess um, the Musashi. I liked a lot mm-hmm. uh, for similar reasons that Nixon likes boost. Red looks cool. Oh, um, yeah. I like a lot of the stuff that they did with Musashi. Uh, as for writer form. I actually really liked the overall transition that like, so when ghost, when you start with the me icon and ghost and all that, um, I love that when he puts on the jacket, it's like someone being possessed and coming Mm -hmm. back to life. And then I also like how, as he got new forms that started to go away because he was becoming this like less dead human creature common writer person um and, but i have to say i loved uh i mean of course i love the limitless form with the glitter everywhere i was always going <laughs> to love that but i think actually my favorite common writer uh suit in terms of just overall look was the one that has like a patch for every heroic icon uh, the grateful, the grateful, the grateful, yeah. Yes, grateful. That's the one. Yeah, grateful. Uh, yeah. That one came out of nowhere too. It was so good. 
It's got a nice yeah, but it looks look. yeah. I, I like how it looks as well. It's like it's so visually appealing. Mm-hmm. Just like I loved every part of it, especially the rainbow part. Because if mm-hmm. there's two things that are going to catch my attention, it sparkles the rainbows. So beautiful, it's great, it's fantastic. Infinity, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I would say for me, um, I agree with Kitty as far as like the gamma icons. I think Puby was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. He just felt for him so much, like he like he was so innocent. Um, mm-hmm. As for uh, hero icons, I actually really like the uh, Goe Goe Goemon Goemon one. Yeah, that's the one that's the bright yellows, kind of like a yellow ninja one. Yeah. He's kind of he, he kind of moves like a no actor or something like that. Like, like the samurai, like, in... like the one with face paint. Yes, the the lemon yeah. colored one. Yeah, I really yeah. like that one. Like I love like uh, Onari was like so excited about him. Yeah. Oh, he got possessed by mm-hmm. him, right? Yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, I just love like the suit acting with that one. Like he mm-hmm. was, yeah, he was so, so different. expressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just love that the yellow and the black just made it pop so much. As opposed yeah. to other forms, so yeah, that was definitely my favorite uh, hero, like hero icon. As for uh, the writer forms, I think my favorite is Infinity, actually, like or Infinite. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, usually like those ones would seem too flashy for me, but for some reason, with how the story went, that felt like a proper final form for him. And felt like a good solid progression. Yeah, and it felt it, it felt like. It made sense, whereas there's yeah. other ones that we've had. <clears throat> I mean, uh, formula form or whatever <laughs> uh, that just don't make sense to me. Uh, well, that one's that wasn't final, but still, yeah. I I, I don't know. I really like the infinite design. Um, mm-hmm. I also liked the suit acting in that one because for me, like, I really like this the the choreography in this show. Like, that's one of its highest points for me is that the fighting is really good and it's really well done. But up until Infinite Form, I always looked at Spectre for the fighting style because I really liked his fighting style. It's, right. def- it's a more of a boxing, kickboxing style, and he's really good with like the counter attacks and stuff like that. But then he, went, mm-hmm. he goes to uh, Infinite Form, or Takuru gets to Infinite Form, and he does this like sort of uh, hybrid of like a Wing Chun, Wushu type form. I think it's more Wing Chun, but it's like his posture changes a lot. And he mm. doesn't move around as much, but he does a lot more blocking and stuff. It's I don't know for me that I loved it so much. There was much uh, more stylizing in the suit acting, depending on the form. Was there? Wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah depending on what he used, like his form changes a lot, and I, that's why Seiji Takai was like the best. Yeah, that was he great suit acting. Do anything? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you, Cooney? Um. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that gave me time to gather my thoughts. My uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite gamma, as I said, is Knife Gamma. I think he looks really. It's like the ideal bad guy for me in Sentai. He looks mean, sharp, and yeah. the design with the knives connected to the rear, to the pot things on the back. It just mm-hmm. looks mean, mm-hmm. and you know, the the weapons look like like pretty. Really, Sharp and stuff. Like, yeah, look like I can cut you. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like mm. a little figure of these so that I can play with my Kun Rider. 
This is the one I would have yeah. to fight in my little games by myself. Was <laughs> he the one that was he the one that had a duplicate of himself, or was that a different one? No, I think so. I think he wasn't had a duplicate that a well, he cut people and then he, they became part of the red mist, I think. And then oh, okay. uh, Igor wears it, yeah. the the icon on the on the Gamma Superior. No, no, so, no, super, no, yeah, Superior with the blue feet, with the with the top hat and the. Yes, yes, yeah. That's for Gamma. Okay, yeah, I just googled it. Yeah. Uh, the the icons are so great, and I just want to mention a bit of background for each. My the first favorite is Benkei. Benkei is a Japanese hero, famous mm-hmm. for well, I mean, it's a myth. But it's said that Benkei was such a strong man that he died standing after all the people around him threw everything they had at him. That's why oh. the icon, the, 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 the helmet design is all these sharp weapons pointing to the center. Whoa. That, but that's, that, that's what Benkei is famous for because he died standing. Uh, Goemon, because of the same reasons that Yad, uh, Yad said, because of the... Uh, this kabuki type of cool, mean guy. Goemon was kabuki also a very famous kabuki. hero. Yeah. He got uh, mm-hmm. killed by being boiled alive, which was one of the Whoa. execution methods. Jesus. Yes. Very scary. Uh, also, um, my favorite icon of them all is uh, Darwin, actually. Because I think mm. it, it's the... I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the design is so simple and yet so, so transparent as to what it represents. I think it's so effective, and, and the, the suit itself with the human, you know, humanoid figures on the shoulder pads, you know, showing the evolution of man. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, that I, to integrate a concept this well into a suit was great. And yeah. what else were Wait. we. Where was this from? From the movie. Oh, man, you watched that movie. Yeah, I mean, just... Uh, yeah, that's a really cool suit. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the movie, but I just love the design. Yeah. And I also like the the, the, the movie cameras of the other movie. The Michelangelo, Da Vinci, and... Oh, mm, Leonardo. Leonardo Gamas. Those were great as well. I mean, they look really beautiful, actually. Great designs as well. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Ah, and my favorite form would be Token Boost as well. I think that's the best, the balance and the look, the one that looks the, the most badass. Yeah. Of them yeah. All. Much better than Dead Heat or things like that. <laughs> 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 but yeah. Yeah. Such great designs in this show. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, any other final thoughts? Good show. Binge it real quick. It's really good. Yeah, probably better binging it than just watching it week to week because otherwise the bad things stand out. Definitely. I think most things are better binged. No. I disagree with that. No. Uh, I think a a good television show withstands week to week. But uh, I think you're probably right. I think even if a show withstands week to week, it's better binged. Okay. But that's just me. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sure that was a bit more awkward than i expected but i yeah oh, it was man. more awkward than i expected too <laughs> all right but we are all friends don't worry <laughs> business don't worry yep we're all friends we love each other <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. 
Uh, oh yeah, last words. Uh, rest in peace, Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Let's go home. Uh, um. Yeah, I let's don't know. land this Takaru. This uh, this uh, show is kind of a wash for me. Um, yep. Uh, I had good parts to it, uh, but it was definitely uh, held down by its sloppiness and its mm. just inability to be consistent with its story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I I don't know how I compare it to the most recent uh, common writers, but it's not very good. It's better That's than Drive. Uh, yeah. Say it again. It's better uh, than Drive, I think. No, because I mean the good parts th- of this one are better than the good parts of Drive, in my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely. But I, yeah. I, I think Drive that. was better for longer. Nope. That's oh uh, nope. I don't. We can well, agree to disagree. Nah. I, <laughs> I think I think Drive sorts itself out in twenty five and stays good to the finish for the most part. I Ghost has a solid of... five good episodes. Well, you know your thing. <laughs> no, no, I, think, I, think I hated you're the right. whole end of Drive. So. But yeah, I yeah. yeah I mean, Kitting's feelings so regarding Drive are very particular, <laughs> severe, severe. Indeed, it's true. That's the thing. People are different. They should be. It's for the best. That's why we do yeah. what we do. But in my opinion. Uh, well, that's the thing is, is, is I've, I've watched Ryder week to week since, I don't know, what's the one after Blade? Hibiki. The one after Blade. Hibiki. Hibiki. Yeah. yeah, probably then. Um, and I like watching the shows week to week because I can, one, I've now watched a lot of Ryder uh, yeah. <laughs> just by the time factor alone. Um, and having the experience of watching week to week is is again totally different from the binging thing so yeah in terms of final thoughts like week to week i just didn't find it rewarding but i am again like i'm excited to binge this thing in five years i think it i <laughs> yeah. think it will be i love how that went from like a couple years to five years <laughs> <laughs> binge it together, it's always then. five years i just didn't give a number it's definitely going to be less than five if i do it maybe but. we'll do a re-review yeah, yeah. and see all the points that may we, we may have missed in this first watch i mean he can yeah. do a solo review if he wants <laughs> no. I don't think anybody wants that out of me. Yeah, Good Lord. no one wants Nixon yeah, just nah. allowed to talk to himself. We for can hours. do an episode zero zero part two. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh no! Yes, take oh, us home. Please. An illustrious fate. All right. Well, that was another episode of the Tokenet Podcast. I would like to thank my hosts, Kitty, Hello. Michael, and Kumi. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> joining me on this journey through the ghost uh, decade. The ghost decade. <laughs> through the, the world beyond, man. Oh, one more thing before we go. The oh. great eye just turns into with, uh, the snitch. It's just the snitch. Oh, yeah. Giant snitch Potter. with three wings. <laughs> it's just a great big snitch. All right. Now yeah. I'm done. We can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll see you next Thanks time. Thanks for hosting. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. You're the best. Oh, yeah, it's my you. pleasure. My pleasure. And we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Tokenet Podcast, the official podcast of the Tokusatsu Network. If you like what you hear, drop us a rating and a review on either iTunes or Stitcher. It helps others find our podcast and also helps support the show. 
For more from Team Tokenet, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and we're always available on our website at tokusatsunetwork.com.